Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. Yeah, I bet Batman does smell. I mean, can you imagine jumping around in alleyways and on rooftops in black leather with a black leather cape and a black leather S&M mask? And it's going to get sweaty in there. He really does probably stink. Batman probably reeks like full-on ass. Anyways, I'm getting carried away. <laughs> let's uh, let's get to the meat of the show. This is, by the way, this show is the Harlan Highway Podcast. I am he, Harlan Williams, and uh, lots of fun stuff today. Thank you for being here. Um, we're going to be talking about something really stupid that I did. Yes, I admit it. Even I do stupid things now and then. Wait till you hear this one. If you've ever wanted to just laugh at me, blatantly laugh at me for being a dumbass, oh, this is it. Uh, also, uh, we're going to be playing our second Christmas carol of the uh, season. This one's the office party Christmas carol. I think a lot of you work in offices. This will be fun. And speaking of offices, I have to go upstairs to the 12th floor. Apparently, my boss, Mr. Featherstone, has some Christmas stuff he wants me to do. Hopefully it's something good and not traumatizing because that's what this podcast is. Good. It's the Harlan Highway. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Harlan, funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication. He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. The Harland Highway. You're all going to experience intense mental, physical strain. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. I'm a stupid dumbass. Oh, I'm a stupid dumbass. Oh, I'm a stupid dumbass. I'm a stupid dumbass. Yes, I'm a dumbass. When was the last time you did something really dumbass? And we all do it. Let's be honest. We all we all take the dumbass crown from time to time. And I'm not talking about walking into a door or tripping or, you know, something minor like that. Listen to what I did the other night and laugh at me. I'm inviting you to laugh at me because I laughed at me and my friend who I was with laughed at me. And and you have to. When I when I tell you what I t- what I did, I'm still laughing. It just happened last night, and I'm still, I've still got the giggles. And I probably shouldn't, but I do. And here's what happened, and this, this plays into the newfangled technology we all have to deal with. Someone thought it would be a great idea to invent cars where you don't need to put a key in the ignition. You just get in and press a button, and it starts. But they still give you, like, the little keychain gizmo. So it's like you've got a gizmo, it's like a, it's like an electric key, but it never has to go in a hole. And you're used to putting the key in the hole, and when you leave a car, you turn the car off with the key, and you take the key and you put it in your pocket. 
But what I've discovered with this rental car that I have, with the keyless starting system, and, and I've still got this little black thing that unlocks the doors and unlocks the trunk, I never have to insert it into the dashboard of the car. So therefore, I'm constantly forgetting. I've, there's been times when I've left this little black thing on the car seat. I've left it in the cup holder. I've, I've, you know, I, it's, 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 it's not common for me to take it with me because it's something I'm not used to. And because you don't have to shut the car off by removing a physical key, you forget this little thing all the time. So it's kind of handy in one way to step in a car and just press a button, but is it really that much more effort to stick a key in a hole and turn it? I mean, how much time are we really saving with the button-pushing deal? So anyways, I go to a movie last night, and I'm in Hollywood. I'm in, I'm in L.A. I'm in, a, you know, downtown Hollywood. And I go to this theater, and it's one of these, like, multi-leveled parking garages. So I swirl around. I swirl up. And it's like a 1030 movie. And so the parking lot is pretty damn full. You know, all the levels. But when I got out of the movie, like, two hours later, the parking lot's down to, you know, a quarter of the cars that were there when I pulled in. So, so we get out. We go to the movie. I press lock. I hear the little horn. Beep, beep. I lock the car door. We go into the movie. We get our popcorn. We watch this long movie. We come walking out. Now the, the garage is fairly empty, and it's a little quieter and because there's no cars rolling around. And my car's sitting there like in between two other cars and then a lot of empty spaces all around. And as we're walking towards the rental car, that I'm not obviously familiar with that well, we hear we hear an engine running. And we both start looking around like, is there a car running? And then as we get closer, we go, I think there is a car running. And we get to, to my rental car, and my car's running. My car's been running for over two hours. It's just been sitting there. And then I go to grab the door handle. I'm like, oh, my God, it's locked. And the first thing you think of is because you're used to a key in the ignition to start a motor, I think, oh, my God, my keys are locked in my car and my motor's running. But then I go, wait, how could the motor be running if I took the car keys and locked the thing and I heard the little honk and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I got the keyless thing in my pocket. Boop, boop. I open the door. And the only good thing is we got in the car and I didn't have to press the button and use all that energy to start the motor because it was already running. <laughs> and we laughed, man. We la it was so dumb just to just to hear the, the motor running. And the windows are uptight and it's locked. And And my friend goes, the look on your face, and I know, what kind of look can you have? You look like you look like a stupid cat. You ever seen a cat after it falls off a table or it it walks into a screen door? It's got that look on its face like, I know what I just did. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I'm tender right now. I'm emotional. I'm tender. I know I screwed up. Don't you didn't see that, right? Don't don't look at me. Yeah, I probably had that look on my face. But 
But that look dissipated quickly and turned into laughter because I realized what a dumbass I was. And if you can't laugh at your own dumb ass, whose ass can you laugh at, dumbo ass? <laughs> so there it was, man. It was pretty classic. I mean, it might not be as funny to you guys, but it sure was funny to me. And uh, I hope you guys have some dumbass stories you want to share with me so I'm not out here all in the cold feeling like a dumbass all by myself, okay? Do you think maybe you could share your dumbass stories with me? So I'm not the only dumbass. I would really appreciate that, okay? Yeah, seriously, call in. 323-739-4330. And if you have a funny dumbass story, please share. Because I want to stop laughing at me. And I want to get to the important stuff and start laughing at you. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Harlan. Dr. Feelgood, how are you? Listen, I'm calling from the Finger Lakes region of New York. I know you're a Torontonian and hopefully are maybe aware of this area. It's one of our last probably uh, beautiful blue sky days. I just saw a turkey vulture circling pretty lowly around my backyard area looking for some furry mammal yum-yum, I'm sure. Oh, and speaking of that, you mentioned your Harlan Highway hoo-ha. My idea is a cruise to nowhere with yourself, of course, and George Michael and Barbecue Eddie and um, me, of course, and um, and probably thousands of your fans, enough to fill a, a big boat. And so that's my idea. I think it could happen. Um, I so enjoy your work. Uh, you think you're amazingly intelligent and uh, witty, and uh, I love your characters. And I think um, a little road show or an ocean show would be um, ideal. So run that by um, Mr. Featherstone. And uh, hopefully we'll see you at sea. I'm, I'm going to run off now and get my shots. Peace. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Feelgood. That's some very kind words and some really good ideas on top of that. Um, I talked about on a uh, previous podcast about doing an event called the Harland Highway Hoo-Ha, <laughs> which sounds like something Dr. Seuss came up with, but I assure you he did not. And uh, what we were talking about is getting a location right in the middle of the country, somewhere in probably Omaha or something, because that's kind of the center of the United States, and, and booking a banquet room for a weekend at a hotel and just having a Harland Highway weekend where we did all kinds of events and and had did some live podcasting and had some drinks and dinners and just had fun and uh and uh it's something that uh boy I hope one day we can do it. Uh, but I wanted to do it in the middle of the country 
So that way nobody felt like, oh, it's on the East Coast, I can't do it. Or it's on the West Coast, it's too far. I thought if we did it in the middle of the country, everyone would have to come the same distance no matter what coast they were on. And then no one could kind of like feel like they were getting, you know, kind of getting kind of like scorched by having it somewhere else. So so at this point, I, th- I think, uh, you know, I need to build up the listenership for this to become a reality. Um, I don't actually have the hard statistics on how many listeners we have on the highway, but that's something I'll look into. And if I feel like it's there's enough people out there listening to the show, then maybe in the next year or two we can actually have a uh, Harland hoo-ha, Harland Highway hoo-ha, and make it a yearly event or something. But... Uh, Uh, And maybe even one day a boat cruise. I don't know. But uh, that was a cool idea. Uh, Some cool ideas. And you know what? Just to get the seeds planted, I like what you said about uh, my boss, Mr. Featherstone, because Roger told me that he wanted me to go up there after work today. Anyhow, that Featherstone wanted to talk to me about some Christmas stuff. And so I'm just going to expedite it. And why don't I go up there right now to my boss, Mr. Featherstone, and just throw your proposal at him about doing the Harlan Highway hoo-ha like as soon as possible. So, Raj, keep me wired up. I'm going to go up there um, and uh, let's see what what, um, my boss, Mr. Featherstone, has to say uh, about the Harlan Highway hoo-ha. And also, it sounds like he wants to talk about Christmas. So, here we go. Uh, play something, Rog, and I'll make my way up in the elevator. Okay, thanks for the uh, call, Dr. Feelgood. And here we go up to Mr. Featherstone's office. Cat, hat, in French, chef, chapeau. Good. In Spanish, you're a gato in a sombrero. Mm. In German, you're a katza in a hood, I also know. You're a gunka in a bunker, conky in Eskimo. Why, George, I think he's got it. Now, if you will allow me, sir, but please don't think I'm pushing. I think that I can tell you what you are in, in, in Russian. What? Shabka, schlapa. You're a shabka in a schlapa. Hey! Well, here I am. Uh, I'm upstairs uh, just outside my boss's office on the 12th floor, Mr. Featherstone. Uh, I'm in the lobby. There's Betty, uh, Mr. Featherstone's secretary. Hi, Betty. How are you today? Betty, right, right here, yelling, calling to you. Nothing. I get, I get nothing. Oh, there's your middle finger. Okay. Always nice to see you, Betty. So I'm waiting to. Oh, hang on. The door. Here, here we go. She's ushering me in. Here we go. Uh, let's go in to see my boss. Um, h- hello, sir, Mr. Featherstone, sir. Hello. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Harlan Williams here, sir. Oh, uh, Harlan Williams, sir. From I'm downstairs. I do the podcast. The what cast? The the podcast. Plod trust, sir. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, I bet, boy, oh boy. Excuse me, sir. Ah. Uh, what? What? Ah. Uh. No, sir, I meant boy, oh boy. I I know what you meant, boy, oh boy. Uh, 
Is that your idea of a deli sandwich over at those uh, funny little bars you go to on Saturday night? Okay, you know what, sir? I don't... No, I don't know what, because I don't go into those funny little bars. What funny little bars, sir? Oh, well, why don't we just take the, uh, the upside-down sawfish, for example? The upside-down sawfish, sir. Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. Sir, I do not go to the funny little bars. Well, how about that one over on 49th and 28th Street? Which one, sir? The salt and pepper shaker. The salt and pepper shaker. That's right, where the bar stools are upside down. Okay, you know what, sir? I think you might be insulting some of our listeners. Yeah, like you have any listeners. Sir, listen, I came up here to ask you about the Harlan Highway hoo-ha. Yeah, well, I don't care about what you came up here for. I requested you come up here because I got some Christmas business. Well, okay, sir, but if we could just... No, we can't just. Well, you didn't let me finish. I'm not going to let you finish because you're what I call a wisencracker time and waster. A what? A wisencracker time and waster. A wisencracker time and waster. That's right. You'll take my time and waste it because you're a wisecrack. And I'll tell you something else. What, sir? You ever hear this saying, Jimmy Crack Corn, and I don't care? Yes, sir. Well, how about Jimmy Crack Corn, sit down and shut your fucking pie hole? Whoa, 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 sir. Why don't you save your whoa, whoa, whoa for your guy friends when you get too carried away with the peanut oil? Excuse me, sir? Yeah, I'll bet. What? Ah. Uh, sir. Ah. Uh, Okay, you know what? I'll tell you what. Sit your greasy bumblebee ass down and make some honey. (laughs) What, sir? You heard me. Sit your ass down in that chair and listen to me for Christmas. For Christmas sake. You do believe in Christmas, don't you? What's your name? Harlan, sir. How How Ha! Harlan, sir! Don't you raise your voice at me, cripple crab. Cripple crab, sir. That's right. That's what we used to call kids that were demented back in high school. Boy, oh boy, what is this Christmas thing you want me to do, sir? Have you ever heard of this thing, Secret Santy? Secret, Secret Santa Claus? Yeah, Secret Sandy Claus. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Everyone knows Secret Santa Claus. Yeah, well, this one's going to be for my wife. Um, I don't understand. You know my wife, Azalea, right? Yes, sir. I've met her at some functions. Well, you know that she likes to drink a little, and she's got an adventurous spirit. Well, I I don't know her that well, sir. Well, let me tell you, this broad is half-tits to 1972. Um, uh, what? Ah, uh, okay, I'm not fault. Well, let me explain, Dimbleblatt. I'm not a Dimbleblatt, sir. Quiet. <sighs> yes, sir. Now, my Dimbat wife, okay, she likes this secret Sandy Claus, and you're going to be Sandy. S- Do you mean Santa, sir? That's what I said. 
Sandy Claus. Okay, yes, I'm Sandy Claus. And you've heard a secret Sandy Claus, right? Yes, sir. Well, for Christmas, my dim black wife, who said, I gotta say it again, she's very adventurous. Yes, sir, you've established that. I asked her what she wanted for Christmas, and I think it's my job to keep the wife happy. Would you agree? Well, they say that's one of the stipulations of marriage, sir. Exactly. Although you'll never know, because when do you ever get married to a guy? Sir, you know what? You're a little behind the times, okay? Gay marriage is legal in almost every state, and... Oh, I bet it is. And I bet you've got a fucking AAA card, and you've traveled every state, and had a powwow. Okay, sir, this is getting very insulting and homophobic. Oh, it is, is it? Yes, sir. Well, how about sit your ass down and shut your honey holophobic? Sir? Now, here's what you're going to do. You're going to be secret Sandy, but my adventurous wife has always wanted to be with another woman. Okay. And I'm not about to let her become a lesbian. A what? A lesbian. A lesbian, sir? That's what I said. What do you got, cauliflower in your ears? <sighs> yes, sir. You're not going to let her become a lesbian. So what I'm going to do is you're going to be you're going to be secret Sandy. You've said that, sir. But you're going to be Victoria's secret Sandy. What? Have you heard of Victoria's secret? Yes, of course. And you've heard of Victoria's of Secret Sandy. Yes, sir. Well, I'm putting them together. You're going to be Victoria's Secret Sandy. What is this? Where is this going, sir? My wife wants to be with a lesbian. A lesbian? And you're going to be the lesbian. What? That's right. I don't want my wife with another broad. So you're going to wear some Victoria's Secret lingerie over to the house and I'm going to give you the key, and you're going to sneak in when my broad dingleblatt wife is drunk, and you're going to power sander, if you know what I mean, dressed up in Victoria's Secrets, lingeries and belt straps and fairy wings or whatever the hell they do. Whoa, 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 sir. Wait, let me get this straight. Your wife wants to get it on with another woman. Yeah. But you don't want her to be with another woman. Correct. So you're going to make me dress up in lingerie, Victoria's Secret lingerie. You're going to give me the key to your house. I'm going to go in and do what? Power blast. What's that mean, sir? Well, look at you, fairy pants. It's when a man and a woman have sexual intercourse, okay? Oh, my God. And you want me to go in your house... And she's going to be so drunk, I'm going to be wearing Victoria's Secret lingerie. She's going to think she's making out with a woman. That's right. Why would you want me to do that, sir? Because you're about the least threatening asexual doorknob I've ever slammed into. Whoa, sir. You know, that's very, very insulting. Can't be any worse than the names your guy friends call you when you bent over the bar stool down at the... Uh, the fluffy flagpole. What is the fluffy flagpole, sir? That's that wacky bar you probably go to down at uh, 
95th and 4th on Saturday night. What? Ah. Uh, sir, wait a... Ah. Uh, okay, you know what? Before we go any further, let me ask you this. What? Have you ever farted in a Christmas stocking? Sir? I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. Your kid goes down Christmas morning, thinks he's going to get chocolates and little trinkets in his stocking. Yes? He puts his hand in there and pulls out a fart cloud. Okay, you know what, sir? I got to get back to my show. No! First, I need the okay from you that you're going to dress up in Victoria's Secret clothes, sneak into my house when my wife's all licking up, and give her a good old almond hammer baking soda. What the hell is that? It's something my straight people do, okay? Whoa, 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 sir. I am not going to have sex with your wife. Well, then how would you like to have dinner at the soup kitchen with a pink slip? Are you telling me you're going to fire me if I don't arm and hammer baking powder your wife? That's exactly right, slippery teeth. Whoa! Now, you're going to sneak in the back door. Here's the key. Take it off my desk. You're going to sneak in the back door on Thursday night, 6 p.m., while I'm out with my buddies having drinks, and you're going to get the uh, old Black & Decker jigsaw and cut some drywall into my wife. I I don't know what that means, sir. Yeah. Well, you'll learn. Sir, I I better get going. Well, just be there on time, Victoria's Secret Sandy Claus. Oh, God. Now get out of here. I got a call coming in. Sir, I don't... What about the Harlan Highway hoo-ha? I don't care about that. You just make sure you grilled cheese sandwich my wife really good with lots of extra ketchup. Ew! That's what she said. Oh, God. Get out of here. I got to make a phone call. But, sir, get out of here! Great. This is unbelievable. Are you... I gotta dress up like... Victoria's Secret... And don't forget to put the angel wings on, you son of a bitch! Oh, my God! Betty, did you... Are you hearing this? Betty? Bet... Do you mind not giving me the middle finger at Christmas? Oh, so now you're giving me two. Great. Well, worst of the season to you, Betty. I'm going back downstairs. I'll be... See you back in the studio. God! Cats! Cats! In French, chat chapeau. In Spanish, El Gato in a sombrero. And I'll tell you something more. Now you listen to me good. In German, I'm a Katze und du siehst meine Hut. Is das nicht dein Katzehut? Ja, das ist dein Katzehut. Katzehut, Katzehut. Ja, das ist dein Katzehut. Oh, God, Roger. That was traumatizing, man. God, just... What decade is that guy from where he can get off being so politically incorrect? And I hate to label people, but I'm seriously thinking that guy's got some homophobic issues. Because he's always going off about uh, these funny bars and and men and doing things. And then on top of that, his wife wants uh, as these secret crazy desire. What a mess. Why can't I just have a normal boss? 
Office politics. Let's switch gears to something more cheer. Speaking of office politics, how about we do a Christmas carol from uh, my buddy Toby Haas, who uh, we played uh, one of his Christmas songs on the last podcast, and he has a really funny uh, Christmas carol about office politics. It's called Office Christmas Party. And uh, I think we should play that one in keeping with the Christmas holidays here coming up. Uh, so let's switch gears. We get away from Mr. Featherstone and all that creepy stuff. And let's get into uh, my buddy Toby Huss as Rudy Carsoni. And you can get this CD online at uh, Rudy Carsoni Snowballs is the name of the CD. It's full of great Christmas tunes. Uh, here it is. Office. Christmas party. The pretty lights are blinking, you're getting pretty stinking at the office Christmas party on the nog. Told the boss to suck it merrily, then kissed your secretary. She slapped your face and left the room agog. I picked a fight with Todd from shipping. Then you started stripping off your pants down to your red and green G-string You barfed in your new briefcase on the client database You're really cruising now, the party's in full swing Cause this is your night Sir, you've worked hard all year It's your American right To drink up your Christmas cheer you set the Christmas tree on fire You really had to admire When you pissed it out That really showed some class Staggered to the copy room Huffed on some toner fumes That made Xeroxes of your pimply ass Cause this is your night Sir, you've worked hard all year It's your American right To drink up your Christmas cheer Posted on your balls Which said deck the halls Then you painted white out snowflakes on your cock Passed out in the elevator Awoke some time later Getting cranked off by Jim from the loading dock Cause this is your night Oh brother You worked hard, hard All goddamn year It's your right, baby To drink up your Christmas cheer If you've ever, I keep whistling, if you ever worked in an office, you will probably get some humor out of that song, man. I think I think most of us at one point or another have worked in an office somewhere or passed through an office and got the dynamics. Uh, so there you go. Toby Huss as Rudy Carsoni, and uh, you can get his Christmas CD, Snowballs. Online, just uh, type in Rudy Carsoni Snowballs, and it'll take you to the appropriate links. 
Um, and speaking of Christmas, don't forget, this is your last chance because uh, the next podcast, ladies and gentlemen, oh, yes, 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 you've been warned, the next podcast, we will be playing calls from your children, okay, from your children uh, who have left messages on the Harlan Highway hotline. Uh, we will be plugging them into Wally the Elf. Wally the Christmas Elf. He's Santa Claus's number one elf in the workshop. And if you have kids 15 and under, get them on the phone. Dial the number for them if you have to. It's just a voicemail. You won't be talking to anyone. You'll be leaving a message for Wally the Elf. And you need to tell them your name and what state you live in and what you want for Christmas. And anything else you want to say to Wally or Santa or anything Christmassy. And uh, we need those calls in before the next podcast because uh, after that it's too late. Wally is going to be calling in next podcast and he's going to be chit-chatting and and answering uh, as many of the phone calls as he can. So please, 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 uh, before it's too late, call in to 323-739-4330. Get your kids on the phone and give them a shot. Wally will take the children's uh, toy request straight to the boss, Santa Claus, and can't promise any results, but will try his best to persuade Santa to bring you Bring you and your kids the presents that you have on your list. So hopefully it all goes in your favor, but uh, don't waste any more time. Get the kids on there immediately, 323-739-4330, so we can play their message to Wally, the Christmas elf. Uh, And it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Also, what else have we got going on here while I'm at it? Um, boy, oh boy, let's see. Um, I think that's it as far as the announcements. I, like I said, I don't have any more stand-up comedy gigs this year, but, uh, I will be, um, <coughs> excuse me. Wow. I will be kicking off, uh, January with some really fun shows. Uh, I will be in Corona at the M15 bar and concert, uh, concert bar and grill in Corona, California. That's Saturday, January 10th. It's going to be a great show. We're going to be doing stand-up comedy and sketch comedy. Go to harlemwilliams.com and get your tickets. Go to the link in the stand-up tour page. Also, uh, January 16th and 17th, I'll be at Flappers. Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California. And January 22nd and 24th, I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia at the Improv doing some stand-up there. So January is going to be a lot of fun. Also going to be doing a thing called Sketchfest. At the end of January, I'll give you the the exact dates on that as we move along, but I'll be doing some shows at Sketchfest in San Francisco where we will be recording the first ever live in front of an audience Harland Highway podcast. So this is going to be fun. This will be a first and uh, I'll give you more details as we get get further down the road on that. So 
a lot of fun. All you all you pavement pounders in San Francisco, be aware. We want you to come out and support and have fun and be part of the live Harland Highway uh, podcast event coming up at Sketchfest at the end of January in San Francisco. The rice around the treat. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and then what else? Check out the new website. HarlanWilliams.com has been redesigned. Join join our uh, membership form. You can write me. There's a, a contact form there at HarlanWilliams.com. You can write to me. Or if you want to call me outside of your kids for Wally the Elf, if you just want to call yourself and leave a message, 323-739-4330. The number is right there on the website if you forget it. And we love to hear from you. Check out the new store with all kinds of great products. And now we have digital downloads. So much going on. My new uh, app for your Android phone called Fallopio. It's a great game where Fallopio runs through fallopian tubes and zaps sperm before they can make it to the egg. What could be more fun than that? Oh, so much cool stuff. Uh, but that's it for today, gang. Hope you had a good time here. As I've been saying, happy holidays. No matter what you celebrate, whatever your religion or your denomination or whatever you are, whatever planet you're from, I don't care. This is a time of year where I feel people kind of come together and it doesn't really matter who or what you are. It's just a happy time. So happy holidays. And uh, don't forget to call Wally the Elf, 323-739-4330. And that's it. Until next time, ladies and blurgle bluggins. Chicken chow mein, baby. (laughs) 